Everyone in the podcast universe, <laughs> this is gayish. The podcast that's young and dumb and full of fun. Yeah, so much fun that we're filled with. That's a good nickname for a dick. <laughs> full of fun. Fun. It just fun's waiting to explode. Look at my pants. You're gonna find fun <laughs> <laughs> if you dig deep enough. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today we're gonna talk about Saint. Patrick's Day. They're always after me lucky charms. They're always after me green <laughs> hat that I wear on St. Patrick's Day. Have I ever seen you wear a hat that's not the Mariner's hat that you I own? I own one hat because <laughs> someone once gave me one hat and I sometimes want to look like I'm a cool straight guy. And so I wear that. Is that really so you don't have to do anything about your hair? Yep. It's when my hair is too Up. itself. <laughs> it needs to be contained. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But first, first, yes, I want to say thank you to you, you. Don't you're you're not going to. You just want to. I want to <laughs> thank these people. I won't. Um, I, there's a horde of whores that have now signed up as a new Patreon members. So thank you to Michael Thompson. Wait, Jake, ooh. should we give them equal time? No, we're just gonna plow right through this list. I'm just gonna plow right through each and every one of them like a circuit party gone bad here we go <laughs> like a circuit party gone great <laughs> the best it can well, i don't know do each of them need a little bit of time i don't know i don't know michael I just, thompson like, like he's the son of tomp um jacob mccoom mahoom mccoom make him no mccoom m-c-c-o-o-m-b-e is the b silent you know, any letter may be silent if it doesn't talk to you. Great. Um, Michael. Yes. Different. Nope. Oh, a different Michael. A different, just Michael only. A-E or E-A? Uh, A-E. Yeah, that's the right way. Are there actually people that do the... I know two Michaels that spell it the other way. And I did like... Was it on accident? Did someone... I'm pretty sure it's just because the parents were illiterate. Oh, okay. Um, And Jeffrey Jose Carl. Dahmer. Oh, no, he doesn't patronize us. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Jose Carl? Yes. Jose Carl? Yes. Jeffrey Jose Carl. <laughs> that sounds like a joke. Like It's real. His na- you're just, <laughs> this poor person. Your name sounds... <laughs> no, it's like, it's like um, rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub. That's, that's three names. His three first names. Oh, three first. Oh, <laughs> I get it. I got it. Okay. okay. <laughs> How is that like rub-a-dub? I don't care. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. Uh, no, there's a joke somewhere that I just, I'm like, oh, did I have some, uh, I had some wine before <laughs> is you that got why? here. <laughs> is that why? Yep. Is that what's happening? Yep. Wow. We still have so much more podcasts to go. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Really? Oh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we're going to be belligerent and angry. <laughs> um, yeah. Stereotypes about... Things that aren't gay. We we talk about those things too. Pass the potatoes. But <laughs> I'm making vodka. Oh no, that's Russia. Um yeah. no, there's no potatoes. No potatoes? Didn't Ireland run out of potatoes they at the point? They had a potato famine. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And then they took over the world. And then potatoes or the Irish? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> I, Irish people inspired by the potato <laughs> then went on to take over the world potato Okay, I am also Going to dig into our listener mailbag. Listener mailbag. Do 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 do. Maybe we'll keep 
We'll workshop that. I- iterating on that one. <laughs> um, well, you wanted to do the Blues Clues song. I know. <laughs> I, I still want to, though. I think yeah. that's fine. Um, that was a good show. Okay. This is a little bit longer, but I think it's worth it. Um, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's worth it. Okay. It was a very conservative. Oh, no. I, this is out of order. This is not the reason it's longer than expected. This is just me messing that, up. There's 14 pieces of paper that are blank. <laughs> That's this part. Okay, okay. Let's see. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. How's this going so far? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really well. Okay. Um. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> this is the angry part of the oh. Irish thing. Okay. Hello, I'm new to your podcast. After jumping around to a few episodes, I made the best decision ooh, to start from the beginning. Best decision. Uh, my name is Cliff. I'm originally from a small town in Indiana, um, population 596, and I'm pretty sure that that number included livestock. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was a very conservative, all white, all Republican, all Christian. I-, I knew I was into guys at a very young age and was mentally and physically abused by peers for my effeminate demeanor since elementary school. In middle school, I was always depressed but wasn't given the freedom to cry because my parents would ma- uh, make mocking comments like, do you need a my doll and does your pussy hurt? Parents do better. Um, my sister and I were close because we came together over supporting each other after nasty comments from our mother. My sister, kind-hearted as she is, didn't have the same experiences with our parents that I did, uh, outed me to my mother when I was 16, thinking it would be okay and I could stop hiding and hating myself. My mother grounded me for the entire summer and had me tested regularly in fear that I would develop HIV. Not from sexual encounters, she believed it would just happen one day like a tumor. Um, Later that year, I asked to move out and they nonchalantly agreed. I continued to live in my car for the next two years as I finished high school. A few years after graduation, I got an opportunity to move to California. I've lived here since uh, 2013 and it still feels weird to me. Because of my upbringing, I have a hard time letting go of the negativity I associate with the LGBT community and it makes it difficult to socialize with people. The point of me writing this through Spotify, I was able to find your podcast and though your podcast And through your podcast, I was able to finally start a much needed healing journey. Because of the two of you, I feel less isolated and more understood. Your podcast has helped me feel validation for the thoughts I have, the good, the bad, and the devil emoji. It's just the the purple devil emoji. Oh, not the good, the bad, and the devil emoji. No, the good, the bad, and the eggplant. Um, Yeah, I think they they mistyped it. It should have been (laughs) the devil eating it. A claim. Um, I cannot th- thank you enough for everything, um, which that was a really meaningful email that, and I think it, what I want people to get from this, uh, thank you for the saying nice things about us. That's always nice. But it's like about this person who like everyone has such different experiences in the LGBT community. And, you know, I haven't even thought about it. Like, you know, someone may not want to be connected to the LGBT community because it's, you know, in their history, just been a bad thing. And then something that has, made them live in their car and and i don't I, I just think it's really cool every like other people have these experiences that you are having and and i like uh, i'm so happy that we have like all these diverse listeners that can share these different experiences to make hopefully other people within the group feel a little less alone yeah thank you for thanking us thank you 
and you're welcome <laughs> for really just getting in there and healing you. It is interesting. I think like we we try pretty hard to just show that we're super gay, but we're more than just that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think that 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 really, if you don't have that in your life, that's probably great. Like, wait, being gay? No. Oh, <laughs> if you don't have what? If you don't have if you don't have like normal gay people that oh. just talk to each other about stuff. Yeah, about regular stuff. Then you don't know just like how normal and okay it is to be gay. Yeah. Like we're normal and okay. Yeah. I do not advocate using us as a role model, but, <laughs> but <laughs> we have made we have been pretty clear on that from the get-go. <laughs> um but yeah, that's true. And that's something actually I really liked. I usually don't like podcasts where people just like oh we're gonna sit down and talk about our lives and hey i'm i love this video game oh you do like personal diaries yeah but trans general is a really great podcast that i've recommended and it's trans people sitting down and talking about their lives they kind of have a theme um uh, really loosely and it's like oh they have normal conversations that anyone could and they like certain video games and they make jokes with each other and they you know sometimes the jokes are about like silly cis people so like the topics can change but it's just a normal conversation between friends at first my first thought was that it was the leader of the army of transgender people <laughs> Tra- the trans the, general they're, they're the trans general i mean the trans general lost a lot of their authority when we kicked trans people out of the military well, so. no, they formed their own army that's coming, <gasps> and this is a the trans, trans general. The trans army would be incredible and terrifying. <laughs> They'd fuck some shit up on their warpath. Yep. Trans general, have mercy on me. Give the order. <laughs> <laughs> Press the red button. Okay, do you have news? I do. I have news. There's news. News is happening. Things happen all around yep. us every day, and here's some of those things. Yep. Okay, so, so, mm-hmm. first of all, there's just like this whole class of stories that you know five words in <laughs> where it's going, oh, right? Okay. So, here's the beginning of this story. Oh. A high school in Mississippi. <laughs> Don't do what you're, ever, you're about to do, right. principal or parent of dumb kid or whatever. Yep. Um. So paperwork that was sent out by the Tremont Attendance Center, which is the venue that the prom is happening for. Oh, and about prom. Yeah. Said that guests must be of the opposite sex. <laughs> this is a night set aside to honor and celebrate our juniors and seniors and will be treated as such. How? Okay. Those two things have nothing to do with each other. This is a night of celebration, and you can only do that with someone with different genitals than you. Right, exactly. I mean, maybe it's like penile insertion. I guess every anyone can do that, regardless. <laughs> I don't know. I'm we just... require that you fuck your prom date. <laughs> and only, Vaginally. <laughs> only the kind of sex that we approve of. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm... Yeah. Um, Wait, where is where was that? They pre-roofied the punch bowl. <laughs> it's um, no uh, Tremont is the place. So um, where's the Tre- they uh, Mississippi? Oh, Tremont, Mississippi. I missed the Mississippi part. So what's really interesting? Okay, so first of all, it's the parents' association that's putting on the prom. Hmm. Part of that is because in 2011, the school district got sued for not letting a girl bring her girlfriend to prom. 
and they lost their asses in court. So the school district said, no more proms then. By the way, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, parents, throw prom. Oh. So this is a private organization of parents, one of whom happens to be a teacher at the school. <laughs> Putting on this this not prom. Yeah, like I'm sure they have to like say that this is not a school sanctioned event. It is just a random one that a random parent. We're just going to call it prom. Yep. So, quote: This is the superintendent of education Trey Weigul. Quote: The Itawamba County School District does not sponsor or endorse proms. <laughs> if a prom is being held, it is a private affair hosted by parents. Since this matter allegedly concerns a parent who is also a teacher, any activity that person may have done during school hours concerning a prom was outside the scope of employment and is being investigated. I bet you it is. Millions of dollars are being poured into this research. Yep. Yep. So anyway, anyway, then the par- the, the, t- the parents that are throwing the prom after there was an uproar about it said that it was for crowd control. They heard a rumor that a whole bunch of people were going to come and bring dates of the uh, like buy a bunch of tickets even though they had no intention of bringing a date to prom and that they they wanted like the whole thing to be couples only or or for people to be coupled up so there weren't like ruffians and hooligans about that it was about crowd control that's what they're claiming yeah fucking horseshit i don't (laughs) think that's even a little bit true no no the parent says quote the language had nothing to do with sexual preference and apologize and i apologize for any hardship that language may have caused it's just no no (laughs) you're yeah also it's not sexual preference it's sexual orientation that's really important i would prefer that you not use the phrase sexual preference i don't know yeah waited a long time of you trying to figure out what to say next before jumping in okay so i think that's on me you, no there's a there's a there's like a little like a it's like an emotional uh like a like a firework that goes off in my chest region <laughs> when my brain says i'm pretty sure i could say something funny oh <laughs> and then I, before i have anywhere that i'm going i start talking <laughs> yeah and then i don't get there uh-huh it's like when you're when you start singing an Alanis Morissette song and you're like, oh shit, there's so many words to this. I don't know. I'm already in it though, and I can't. I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Next. Um, so in Phoenix, Arizona, the native chapter of P Flag is hosting the first Two Spirit powwow oh. at Phoenix's South Mountain Community College. And P Flag, if anyone needs that, is parents and families of lesbian parents and friends of lesbians friends. And gays. Le- yeah yep what mike said yep and what i would have said given more time um what what's interesting here i think so it was it was march 9th it was the first ever lgbti powwow and um normally you have to enter like these powwows for dancing you have to either enter as a male or enter as a female and they did away with all of that there was no gender to um the categories for entrance or awards and Dancers were welcome to dance in whatever categories they wanted. Hmm. Quote, oh, sorry. Sheila Lopez is the founder of that chapter and said, quote, you won't be discriminated or harassed based on your identity. You can be who you want to be, dress however you want to dress, and dance in whatever group you want to dance in. 
cute. Yeah, there was a big old like like they have like the like at the Olympics they have opening ceremonies and um, they came in uh, with the rainbow pride flag and the transgender flag and they had people hold on to those flags that were members of those communities and it's just really interesting. This this P flag chapter was founded in 2011. It is the only P flag chapter in the country that focuses exclusively on Native Americans. Huh. And I just, so is powwow like a Native American word? Yeah. Okay, that's like a thing that's not what we call a powwow. Like when my dad says, I'm going to go to the office and have a powwow with the other dudes to talk about this thing, that's cultural appropriation and racist. It's Uh, not okay to use that word. Damn it. What if you punch someone and you're surprised by it? (laughs) Powwow. Like in Batman? Like in Batman. Like a Batman cartoon. (laughs) Pow. Wow. Yes, that, I think that's fine. I think Native Americans will give us a pass. That's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. 26-year-old Jordan Wakuyu. <laughs> W-A-Q-U-I-U. Don't get... I have my own names that I'm worried about. Uh, was one of the event's head dancers. She identifies as Two-Spirit. This was her first time dancing at a large LGBTI-focused event. Quote, I want to show that even though we may be two-spirit, we also take pride in our traditional doings. We're still true to our roots. We just want to be accepted and not just tolerated. Powwow dancing is in all of us natives. It is something to be proud of. For her, it's important to be a representative for the two-spirit community. She hopes her participation will inspire other LGBTI natives. Hopefully, I quote, hopefully I can send a positive message to anyone still living on the reservation and show them that anything is possible. Help them understand that it's all going to be okay in the end. Oh. Yep. That's sweet. I mean, it's not always going to be okay in the end, but it's a nice idea. No, I think it's important that you just every once in a while let yourself be lied to. Yeah, just true. Just enjoy the respite of the horribleness. Yeah. This pizza from Domino's has 400 calories, and that's fine. Yes. This Diet Coke cancels it out. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. Next. Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so your ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, Jay-Z, stole his name from another Jay-Z who's married to Beyonce. Correct. I don't like either Jay-Z. <gasps> you don't like my ex? <laughs> I'm so fucking thankful for my ex. Great. You're okay. <laughs> um, but they are going to be receiving the Glad Vanguard Award this year. Not my ex. No. The Jay-Z and Beyonce. The Beyonce one. Oh, both of them? together hmm. yes so one thing i wanted to talk about is i have had this long history now of saying why do we care about beyonce and people are like oh because she's fabulous i'm saying okay i don't know that i care <laughs> why is she a gay icon what has she done for gay people and then her husband i think is a piece of shit and that she doesn't get a pass for that and I think we've talked about this before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. But then when we did research on it, it was like Jay-Z's mom. Jay-Z's mom's a lesbian. As a lesbian, and that changed his view, so he's been supportive. Yeah, yeah. So you mean, but beyond that, it's not about like LGBT acceptance. You think he as a person is a piece of shit? Because he cheated on her? Well, well, there's that. I (laughs) I meant more in the gay space. Oh, why? Homophobic comments that he and lyrics in his his music and... Um, sort of s- supportive of hip hop culture that's really toxic. And has it, he done that since his so, mom was? Uh, so he, so so here here's the thing. I was I am going to I'm moving from anti to neutral on this Jay Z now, partially because I believe in Glad as an institution. Mm. I don't think that they would give it to 
him Chevros. if there wasn't some like you know He's goodness there good enough yeah um but in their press release i also noted that it was like beyonce did this and this and this and that and this and this and this and 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 um jay-z uh did a music video for his gay mom <laughs> 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 um but they're both receiving the glad vanguard award Quote, when Beyonce and Jay-Z speak, the world becomes inspired. When it comes to LGBTQ people, their voices of acceptance have been heard loud and clear. We could not be prouder to stand with them to send a message of love during the biggest LGBTQ event in the world and to honor their work to bend the arc of justice toward, bend the arc of justice forward for LGBTQ people, people of color, and marginalized communities everywhere. Um, What is the biggest LGBTQ event in the world? They, they wanted to honor them at the, the biggest... 30th annual glad media awards. Oh, they're wow. They're saying that's the biggest LGBT event in the world. Wow. That's a, I can't think of an, a different, I mean, maybe pride, but like that's a big, those 300,000 people that went to gay Mardi Gras in Sydney. Second. I guarantee there's not going to be 300,000 people at this yeah. fucking awards show. I just, anyway, I'm, I'm asking so many unrelated things and throwing us you're doing all kinds job. of which ways is, um, it's going to be hosted by Ross Matthews. Oh, he's gay. And uh, <laughs> attendees will include the cast of Queer Eye, Allison Janney, and Shangela. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All over the board. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, so go, going back to like Beyonce being a gay icon, I've like heard people bring up questions of if you're a straight lady that sings stuff that gay people like, why does that make you a gay icon? Yeah. And I like, I, uh, that should be a totally separate episode we talk about. Cause yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about like, do you have to be an LGBT person singing something? If you've done nothing for gay people, is it just cause you sing pop music? I don't know. There's, I don't know how I feel about it. We definitely need to talk about it. There's something going on. There's a cultural phenomenon there of like Madonna. What the fuck did Madonna do for gay people? <laughs> like, she, yeah. Lots of great like music and music videos that were really iconic and like, and all the queers love her. And at the end of the day, why? Yeah. And or, or share. I won't. We need to do an episode. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay. Next, you ready? Yeah. Okay. There's a show called Now Apocalypse that's coming out. It's a movie. Um, it was at uh, Sundance, and Ulysses is the main character, and he is going through a sexual walkabout. Oh. He's played by Avon Joja. Nope. Jogia? Nope. I don't know who this person know. is either. Uh, he's very attractive. <laughs> anyway, he makes out with Tyler Posey in the trailer. Oh. Yeah. Is so, how old is Tyler Posey now? He's an adult, right? He, That's he's fine. He's like 48, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, 48-year-old trapped in like a 17-year-old hot dude's body. Yeah. Mm, like like be... you do, right? Like, yeah. Like yeah. every every fifteen year old on TV is like twenty four. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, totally. Um, especially the hot ones. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, there's a, there's also so there's a scene of them making out in the trailer, and there's a scene mm. that appears to be them jerking each other off. Like the camera is at their waists, and their body language would suggest that uh, just below the frame, there's <laughs> some mutual masturbation going on. That sounds fun. Yep. Great. Uh, I just wanted to say Tyler Posey is hot. Um. <laughs> And the, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> the podcast. Do what? <sighs> no, I'll, I'll talk about it when I get back from Ireland. If I decide I want to. 
just Tucker Carlson's a fucking asshole, oh. shitbag, horsehead, dickface, and horsehead. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, now uh, there's a new set of tapes that have come out uh, of him on um, other like calling in to radio shows, and uh, now he's gone into the homophobia. So oh. yesterday it was all about his misogyny, and now today it's all about his homophobia. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so and 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 some okay, maybe I will go into this. Okay, so so Tucker Carlson is a host on Fox News, and uh, he called into this radio program between 2006 and 2011. It is called something real dumb. <laughs> it's a shock jock show called like Bubba Love and the Jelly Faces. What is it? What is it? Where is it? I just saw it. I'm so sorry. I mean, if it's not Bubba Love and the Jelly Faces, that's what I want our next band to be called. The show is called Bubba the Love Sponge, and uh, that sounds like a like a spinoff of SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. So in it, he said that well, everyone's embarrassed to be a white man, <laughs> but but white men deserve credit for creating civilization and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've, that's true. White men have not been getting the credit. Thanks for creating the universe and everything. We really appreciate it. We'll take it from here, though. God is a white man, Kyle. He just is. <laughs> um, let's see. And then he uh, on another tape, he's heard saying that Iraq is a, quote, crappy place filled with a bunch of, you know, semi-literate primitive monkeys. That's why it isn't worth invading. Jesus Christ. Uh uh, on a 2006 segment, he said that he had zero sympathy for Iraqi people and their culture because they don't use toilet paper or forks. Um, <clears throat> they're just so awful, so awful. Uh, um, indirect burn on China. Right? Also, right? Also don't fork. Do they use toilet paper? I don't um, know. Who knows? Said the United States should remove troops from Iraq when they can just shut the fuck up and obey. Oh, Jesus Christ. I could see how that might also like view of women and like you know the misogyny i could see how those things might be related to each other in a, his worldview maybe um people yeah. that are not him white men should just shut up uh talking about barack obama's identity as a black man he said oh, quote how is he black for one thing he has one white parent one black parent I, I don't know how black he is but i'm sure he's good basketball player he says he is anyway okay uh, that's annoying because barack obama is actually a good basketball player <laughs> Right. <laughs> but so it's like uh, technically te cut off on a technicality there so and then um but this is this is i kind of keep getting worse yeah 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 this is where it gets gay um <laughs> okay so the host says to tucker carlson i like you i mean i'm not trying to fag it out on you or nothing but i like you i like you carlson replies well i like you too and i mean that you always say i mean that in a non-faggot way but i actually mean it in a completely faggot way <laughs> <laughs> okay that's kind of funny <laughs> i really want to start using the phrase faggot out yeah <laughs> like i had a hissy fit because i didn't get like the last m&ms someone else got them and i just faggot it out my latte was 103 degrees <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, the bubble of bubble the love sponge <laughs> said i wish i knew how to quit you tuck oh <laughs> Um. Anyway, I, I I know he's a shitty person. He is a shitty person. Yeah, but he's and so that's pretty. why he's so famous, mm. right? And pretty, like, and shitty. It's just what happened to our country, Kyle. We, I don't know. 
On that note, I'm leaving the country. I'll be in Ireland. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that's not a lie. <clears throat> Starting tomorrow. Um, I'll be back in April if Tucker Carlson dies. <laughs> that's the only way you're coming back? <laughs> yep. Otherwise, you're just Irishing it up. Yep. Um, yeah, but you'll at least get one more episode yep. that while Mike is gone. Yep. So yep. don't worry, your, your little... 23 and me says i have a little irish in me but i want some more <laughs> you want a big irish in you um should we talk about st patrick's let's day? talk about st patrick's day cool yeah what uh, do you know about st patrick's day kyle um do you know why we do it i looked up oh, no. what is st patrick's day just okay. to like yeah it there was definitely information there and i definitely read it mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily remember it's like celebrating being irish because okay. that's cool that's true uh I literally don't remember a thing that I read about it. Okay. All right. Sorry, so, not, Ireland. It's it's all good. So, oh, I'm not apologizing to you. Oh, you're pro- apologizing to Ireland? Yeah. I mean, they're just drunk and angry, so I don't know. Oh, they don't care. Help right now. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm making them more angry. I'm like right. poking the beast. What is... Tell me about it, Mike. This is interesting. Let's talk about this for just a second, okay. if we can. St. Patrick's Day... Like the fighting Irish and the leprechauns and like the being drunk and beating your wife, like <laughs> like all of that stuff, is that racist? Like, is it is that okay for me to say culturally insensitive things about no. a group that I might <laughs> be half part? Oh, I, I actually I don't identify as Irish, but I have yeah. Irish like. like I have more than I have more Irish in me than Elizabeth Warren does Native American. <laughs> um, That's just what is it like over one percent or something? Like, is it okay to pick on them because no. they're white? Huh? Or is it not okay to pick on them and we shouldn't say things like potato eating alcoholics? I, like <laughs> one, I think you're going to get an Irish car bomb and not a drink. <laughs> not that part of Ireland. No. Oh, I don't care. That's Northern okay. Ireland. Sure. Yeah. Aren't they? But okay, uh, Brexit don't is happening ruin my like joke. three days after I leave. Oh shit! Yeah, that's gonna be nuts. Yeah. Um, man, UK just might stop. Just <laughs> in general, um, uh, particularly beating their wives. That was one that really stands out as something you shouldn't say. I mean, like it's okay to take the things that represent your group, whatever that group is, like green and the shamrock and. Uh, a little tiny leprechaun, but it's, I don't think it's okay to be like, well, why is the leprechaun so small? He's dumb. He forgot to grow. Like, that's mean. Oh, I see. Okay. So just uh, use, it's like whatever, every group gets to decide what things represent them and what they celebrate. And we go along with them. So it's okay. Whatever they pick represents them to then talk about those things. Okay. That's my, I mean, one of the stereotypes Assertion. is that they're alcoholics, and I, yeah. I, I plan on drinking my way across that island. So <laughs> they're going to the Guinness f- factory, going to go to the Jameson Whiskey Factory, going to go to the Tullamore Dew Whiskey. It's not a whiskey. A whiskey factory is a distillery. I don't know why. Like, I'm, <laughs> I love, I like Whiskey Factory way better. I, I'm going to fag it out and just, say, <laughs> just only go to whiskey factories. Um, I, I plan on getting shit-faced on St. Patrick's Day in Galway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's gonna be fun. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. What will I be doing while I'm there in Galway? No. Uh. So let's let's talk about it. It has been 
it is supposed it's the 17th of March because that is the traditional death date of St. Patrick, who is a real person who lived in the 4th century and is the patron saint of Ireland. So it was made an official Christian feast day in the early 17th century by the Catholic Church and has since sort of hopped around so that the Anglican Church also at the Church of Ireland, Eastern Orthodox Church and the Lutheran Church all have some sort of form of St. Patrick and celebrating his death. So there's like public parades and festivals and green attire, uh, lots of booze, lots of cabbage and corned beef and hash and... Chicago dyes the river green. Chicago dyes the river green, which it's already an unnatural color. Like, I don't know why. And if anything's transing the fish, <laughs> it's, the it's the green dye that we're putting into the. Yeah. And that, that shit is like bright orange until they pour it into the river and then it turns green when oh, it mixes really? with the water. It's real weird. Science. It's real, real weird. I haven't seen that. Um, yeah. Okay. So St. Patrick he wrote his own like autobiography sort of called the declaration and most of what we know about him comes from that so you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt yeah right one of my favorite things about saint patrick is that he claims that he uh converted thousands and then fought the druids and um and then it turned into this myth that he drove all of the snakes out of ireland Oh, I've heard something about snakes in Ireland. Because there are no snakes in Ireland, because hmm. St. Patrick drove them out, mm -hmm. except, no. Except he didn't. N right. No, like any, like, uh, archaeologists say there have never been snakes in Ireland. Oh. Um, so it's like, I think that's brilliant. Like, I'm going to start claiming I chased all of the rhinos out of Seattle. <laughs> you can't <laughs> prove I didn't. Except with facts. <laughs> Um, science doesn't matter anymore, Kyle. No, that's true. All of that is over. Facts, math, science, it's all over. Yep. Also, an old book filled with lies that someone wrote down. <laughs> I'm not going to... Do I need to say more that I'm referring to religion and Christianity? No, I won't. I won't. Of no. course not. Nope. We, we all know how you feel about that, Kyle. <laughs> I know. So he was a missionary and a bishop in Ireland and it's believed that he was born in Roman Britain in the 4th century and that his father was a deacon, his grandfather was a priest in the Christian church. He claims that at the age of 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken as a slave to Gaelic Ireland. Then he spent six years there working as a shepherd, and it's during this time that he found God. And God told him to flee to the coast and a boat would be waiting there to take him home. And he went to the boat and went home. Oh, there was a boat. There was a boat. And Thanks, then he became, he, he went on to become a priest. And then he came back to Ireland to convert the pagan Irish to Christianity. Good. Um, he spent many years evangelizing in the northern half of Ireland, converted thousands, and died on the 17th of March and was buried at Downpatrick. Which he was down, and his name was, was Patrick. So. <laughs> Very fitting. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get to be big enough that, like, you become a worldwide holiday? You know, like you said a bunch of stuff about him, and it all seems great, but like, right, right. I just don't know. Right. I think say what you want to about religion; it's all about get them to believe that you're hot shit. Yeah. Right. Right. That's true. Like, like this Jesus cat. Yeah celebrate his birth and his death yeah all because the catholics were like yeah 
Yeah. This is happening. Religion has really like circled the wagons around Jesus. Their marketing department's fantastic. <laughs> it's true. Uh, there's a bunch of famous landmarks that get lit up green on St. Patrick's Day. They they call it the Global Greening Initiative or Going Green for St. Patrick's Day, <laughs> which you know all of the pot smokers are just all about <laughs> going green on, on yep. St. Patrick's Day. Anyway, the, the Sydney, Sydney Opera House, the Sky Tower in Auckland were the first landmarks to participate, and now over 300 landmarks in 50 countries light themselves up in green for the holiday. Do you think fucking Trump is going to light up the White House after all of that, like, they lit it up in rainbow colors for pride under Obama because Obama's a gay basketball player. Yeah. <laughs> a half black gay basketball player. <laughs> um, I think I think they're going to light it up, but it's going to be his own face projected onto it. And he's going to be like, I'm really excited to celebrate St. Patrick's Day and then talk about himself for the rest of the speech. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my, just putting that out there. Um, Was any of that gay? Nothing specifically gay about any of that. More on that later. Oh, yeah. well, I also feel like I have a little bit on that. Okay. So the thing that I did read, but then forgot when you asked me. Yeah. Because of my memory. Yeah. Um, that it's like very like a, a religious holiday. I guess the word saint could have really. Yeah. Solidified that, but yeah, if I we forgot. just called it Patrick's Day, then <laughs> you could be forgiven for not then knowing it's a that it was Sponge religious. Bob Squarepants holiday. <laughs> Wow, that that show just permeates life. So, LGBT people have not always been able to be a part of St. Patrick's Day celebrations. St. True. Patrick's Day parades. <laughs> Do we have the same segment? Maybe. Okay. That's fine. Um, well, then, I'm glad I'm going so that you have to figure out what to do. Do you think... Mm. Yes, I do. Okay. But not too great. <laughs> you should try doing it better. Um, do you think that in St. Patrick's Day parades that LGBT people should be allowed to have their group as part of the parade? I don't know. I think it. I think it depends on who is organizing the parade. Like, do I think that gay people have a right to march in a KKK parade? Probably not. <laughs> I think they have a right. They shouldn't because they're assholes, but I think they probably have a right. Right, but the KKK has a right to have a parade. And, yeah. And they have a right to not have to deal with, like, brown people. Yeah. So, that's true. like, they're assholes, but yeah. It's, they, have, yeah. they have a First Amendment right to stuff. That's true. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so. Oh, I, I got this information from a. You set me up to be the devil's advocate for this, and then you just totally, like, folded. Oh. <laughs> Did I? Yeah. Well, I. <laughs> You're like, do you think this thing? And then I was like, okay, how do I? What? what how do we make a conversation out of this? I will be on the no oh. side. And then you're just. Oh, like, I, then I just kept yeah, going. Yeah, you're right. And well, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I, okay, yeah, I could actually respond to you in a meaningful way, <laughs> for the first time on this podcast. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think I agree. Like, it's probably less about like the what you're talking about the organization of it and who's but like what's the purpose of this thing and less about like should they be able to and does it even make sense yeah. because i i do actually think unlike most people would think people just assume that we both think that lgbt people should be a part of everything and of course they should be able to march but i do think that you know you're partially right of like you know there's a little bit more to it of does is lgbt are lgbt people or groups the only groups that want their own thing or right. not and right. um <clears throat> but it's is, is, would it be proper to say a corollary of like 
should priests be allowed to march in pride? Yeah, they should. But what if they're like evil Catholic priests that hate gay people? You mean priests? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, but like just because a group is terrible, like you need priests that are good and LGBT affirming to march in them. So. No. 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 I don't know. I don't know anything about parades anymore. I don't know who <laughs> should go or not go. Okay. The complicated, twisted world who of knew, parades. Who knew parades? <laughs> I have mixed feelings about a parade. Um, Okay, I'll just tell you this information so we can stop thinking about it, and I'll just tell you facts. That yeah, happened. yeah. Whew. All we want is truth. No thinking. <laughs> no thinking. Okay, uh, I got this from a 2018 article in NBC News by Julie Compton. It's fake news. NBC? Yeah. That's true. Um, so the Pride Center of Staten Island was denied entry into the 2018 uh, Staten Island St. Patrick's Day Parade. Yeah. And in fact, that wasn't the first time that they had been denied entry. They had been denied every year since 2011. Yep. Are we now confirmed that we we have the same story? Mm, very adjacent, but go ahead. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. So the reason supposedly- Can you be very adjacent? Is that like being very pregnant? Like it's like <laughs> yeah, either yeah. are or you are not adjacent. Okay, I disagree with you on the pregnancy thing. You can be very pregnant. I okay, but you can't be kind of pregnant. <laughs> I don't know. In the like first two weeks before you know if the sperm's really holding on tight, it's like yeah. holding on, but it might fall off. Hold on for one more day, <laughs> little sperm baby. <laughs> um, what am I talking about? Oh yeah, uh, Larry Cummings, the Larry, Larry. <laughs> Your last name is Cummings, and you're planning a parade. He's the president of the parade. Also, this is a parade. Of course, we were so stupid. Of course, LGBT people should be in a parade. It's a parade. We invented that shit. But Mr. Cummings didn't want the queers. Nope. Um, he said, he. well, it's interesting because he didn't, NBC said he didn't reply to them for comment, but he did tell the news outlet Irish Central Voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which mm -hmm. makes sense, you know, really going all in on the, the whole Irish thing. He said, quote, our parade is for Irish heritage and culture. It is not a political or sexual identification parade, which, so I agree that like, you know, when we're having our conversation about like, should it be a part of it? What, you know, does it make sense or not? Based on that answer right there, that doesn't make sense. That's not a good reason to exclude them because like, if you're celebrating Irish heritage and culture, LGBT people are, are part of the heritage and culture of every group. Like, yeah. we've always been there and you know, we always will be. Yep. Um, just like my depression. Um, <laughs> and the president of the Pride Center that was trying to get included in this, her name is Bullock. So I... Sandra? Sandra this is Sandra Bullock. That's <laughs> definitely sure. She runs a, a Pride Center in Stanton. So they had no intention of promoting sexual identification. She, she said they wanted to march under a white banner that displayed their name and logo. Which is their logo like a rainbow dick with a shamrock tied <laughs> to it? Yes. A white banner <laughs> that's very plain except for the rainbow dick shooting come out of made up sparkles. <laughs> Other than that, though, it's really low-key and chill. Um, 
LGBT groups participate in St. Patrick's Day parades around the world. That includes in Ireland. What did they know about the Irish? <laughs> I like that when I got to that point, and it's like when you're celebrating Irish shit, and Ireland does this, it's you just you can you're fine. You can let them march. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chicago, which is the second largest parade in the U.S., uh, has been allowed LGBT groups to march since the 1990s. Yeah. And Boston, the third largest, uh, has included LGBT people since 1994. So most, it seems like most other groups, it seems like there's a smaller and smaller number of parades that are not allowing. Yeah. Wait, fewer and fewer. Yeah, that are not allowing LGBT people to march. There's also an organization called St. Pat's for All that was founded by Brendan Fay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just, how do we have this weird luck with last <laughs> names? They're all, anyway, uh, they produce and host the annual St. Pat's for All Parade in New York City. Um, St. Pat's on the butt for <laughs> all. So they, they have a, their own parade in New York City. They welcome all Irish heritage and culture, regardless of race, gender, creed, or sexual orientation, which all of this seems like so much like that there's an organization that's doing a whole separate thing to protest this thing. It's like, it's all seems like yeah. all of this effort and whatever, it's just not even worth it. Let, even if we're wrong and who, and this is the only group that's having their own little separate section. Like just, do you, do you really need someone else planning a separate parade just to do this thing? Cause you don't want them to march. Like, it just seems like so much, wasted effort yeah but it's i i guarantee that the genesis of all of that is saint patrick is a saint is a catholic thing catholics hate gays yeah fucking don't be here gays yeah 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 okay thanks i needed to tie it back to religion because i said i would and you just did it so i don't have to great thank you <laughs> yeah yeah so when it's yeah the fact that your stuff i mean the fact that anything's religious tends to make it less gay Right. What's your um, very adjacent thing? Yeah, so I'll do that part now then. So I'm kind of pissed about this. So in 1995, the Irish American gay, lesbian, and bisexual group of Boston sued to force Boston St. Patrick's Day Festival to allow them to march. Oh, Boston. 1994. Wait, when did this happen? 1995. Oh. The case was Hurley versus Irish American Gay, Lesbian, and Bisexual Group of Boston. It's considered a landmark decision by the Supreme Court huh. that found in favor of the parade. The gays lost that one. The gays lost this case. The and then they faggot it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the, the court ruled that private organizations, even if they were planning on and had permits for a public demonstration were permitted to exclude groups if those groups presented a message contrary to the one that the organizing group wanted to convey. Addressing the specific issues of the case, the court found that private citizens organizing a public demonstration may not be compelled by the state to include groups who impart a message the organizers did not want to be presented by their demonstration, even if the intent of the state was to prevent discrimination. So, huh. Glib, the gay, lesbian, bisexual group of Boston... Requested it be allowed to march in the parade alongside the usual participating groups. And they said it was a group primarily aimed at conveying a gay, lesbian, and bisexual message. So they said they not. They're not a group that is aimed at conveying a 
gay, lesbian, and bisexual message. They said that their members were Irish descendants who happened to be gay, lesbian, and bisexual, and therefore belonged in a Irish celebration. Yeah. Um, the, the council denied them permission to march in the parade. Governor William Weld supported Glib's position. Boston Mayor Ray Flynn tried without success to broker a compromise between the groups. Glib offered to limit its participation to 25 marchers and police their behavior, which uh, that is how they got the mayor's support. But the council voted overwhelmingly to reject Glib's proposal. So they sued and it went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And it was also a unanimous decision, which I think is really interesting. Wow. It was not controversial. Ruth Bader Ginsburg ruled against the gays hmm. on this one because um, she's been on the court for 178 years. <laughs> um, but the idea is just because you're marching down a public street doesn't mean that the private organization that's doing the marching has to let any old person join. It is up to them to decide the content and presentation of that parade. And that is still law. And, okay, this is... Uh... It's not a stupid question. No, there are it's no just stupid a questions. question that I don't know the answer to that I probably should. Yes. There, the uh, Title 47 protection against different groups, Title 7, Title, Title nine. 9 protection against all these different groups, is that just again for public, like public companies? And yeah. So it's not private. Right. Okay. So private groups companies can discriminate all they want they get to discriminate up and down it's just when you're a public company correct hmm. I mean, now now not in like matters of employment right oh okay like walmart can't discriminate against gay employees in washington state because washington state has protections hmm. so in that case it's not the public private part oh. um but title nine i think applies to like institutions of higher education, public institutions of higher education, and uh, the school can't allow discrimination on those protected yeah. classes. It's just, I mean, I get the idea of if this is a publicly traded company, then you have to follow the rules. And when you're private, you can just, you know, close your doors and do whatever. Yeah. But I just, why we should never allow discrimination against those protected classes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hmm. But Jesus, Kyle. But Jesus. He was very against minorities. Yep. That's why he marched with white people. So I will not sell them a cake. <laughs> exactly. Jesus was famous for... Denying cake. cake to Denying people. cake. He, like, selfishly just ate all of it just to be like, you can't have it. Om nom 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 cake. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus monster. <laughs> um, Catholic officials, of course, welcomed that ruling. Oh, I bet they... I bet they did. And in the Supreme Court decision, Justice Souter said, quote, one important manifestation of the principle of free speech is that one who chooses to speak may also decide what not to say. Hmm. That's interesting, right? Huh. Yeah. And then as far as the aftermath is concerned, then... But not... Deciding not to say something is very different than specifically excluding a group that wants to say what you're saying. They are excluding LGBT people from saying the same message that they're saying, which is like, yeehaw Ireland, or whatever they say. Yeah. Mary, come lately. What do they say? Aaron Gabra. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Great. What was I saying? I don't know. Oh, okay, something smart. And I'm right. 
I mean, if you organize, if it's your parade, you get to say what's said and what's not said. Yeah, but it's not that they're just not saying it. It's that they are excluding people that are saying what you want them to say, which is go island. Yeah, but then why why have a why why be there? Right? Like you're not you're not just marching in the parade. You're marching in the parade as gay people, which adds a layer to it. You are changing the message. I don't think so. I don't think it changes the message to be a gay person marching for Irish pride. I, I or for Irish pride? Is that that's probably it. Um sure. but and in fact I think it adds richness to the message of you know, celebrating Irish. I almost said Irish. Well, Irish they don't land. want richness. They want Irishness. <laughs> Which is potato famines and cabbage soup. And maybe a little bit of really bland cheese. <laughs> what cheese comes from Ireland? They have cows in Ireland. They have... No, but you said it sounded like there was a specific one you were talking about. Oh, like they have like white cheddar and oh. I don't know. There's a bunch of Irish cheese. Why are Irish cheese? But bad? they just like, they're not bad. They're just like, they're not. They're not like it's not like blue cheese or Roquefort or anything. Like it's just kind of yeah cheese. Oh it's wow, like, it's your biggest burn of <laughs> Ireland yet. Yeah, mediocre cheese. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> yeah, said it. Um, the South Boston Allied Veterans Council did not permit gay groups to march in the parade until 2015, when it accepted applications from Boston Pride and Outvets a gay veterans organization following this decision boston mayor marty walsh announced that he would march in the parade the first time a mayor had participated in 20 years but in 2017 uh, lgbt groups were temporarily banned again (laughs) 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 before being allowed a few days later after a negative media attention okay why did my paper say that boston allowed them since 1994 i don't know hmm doesn't matter. We don't care that much. Maybe there's more than one St. Patrick's Day celebration, and this is just... Maybe there's more than one Boston. Oh, it was, was that Boston, Illinois? Yes. <laughs> this was the other Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Little B Boston. Um, I Little B Boston. I don't know why they spell it with a little B, but that's that's the other Boston for you. Yeah, um, that's how they choose to identify. <laughs> which, um, okay, I, should I tell you? Yeah, sure. Stuff? Okay, um, I'm going to tell you about, we've been tell talking me. about, oh, I will. Um, <laughs> we've been talking about the parade, St. Patrick's Day Parade, mm-hmm. and like LGBT people, can they be included or not? Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about LGBT rights in Ireland. Great, okay. But do you know, much about oh, don't answer that because you're probably gonna be like well yeah actually in may 25th 19 whatever no oh. um i mean here's here are my assumptions how about that i honestly i haven't studied it i don't have like information or data here so you could just like tell me how great how crazy i am ireland is a uh, a member state of europe so it's part of the european union um i'm going to assume that that comes with it fairly liberal policies in terms of the treatment of lots of people but especially lgbt people in this context i also am going to guess because they have a long history of involvement with the the catholic church that they also have this undercurrent of probably pretty powerful um uh um anti-gay rhetoric and feelings that they sort of butt up against but then i look at things like i like abortion like uh, ireland the catholic church is fucking anti-abortion like like insane town Mm -hmm. crazy times anti-abortion but uh ireland voted for it anyway Hmm. last year i think it was last year 
so that tells me that uh, the Catholic Church has a slightly less strong grip on the hearts and minds of the Irish people than they might claim to. Yeah. Um, so to sum up, <laughs> I'm going to guess in Ireland, gay okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later, <laughs> in summation, <laughs> the things that I'm making up right now, <laughs> I believe to, I, I think you have a lot that's right on. Um, in the 1970s, or through the 1970s, uh, Ireland was really bad place for LGBT people, a lot of homophobia, um, and public antipathy. Mm. What's that mean? Antipathy. It's not a path. It's, it's a fence. <laughs> antipathy? I don't know what that means. But Let's look that up. Bru- oh. I was going to say, but brushing right along. Okay. Looking up the word. A deep-seated feeling of dislike or aversion. Oh, Kyle. What? That's what I feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's antipathy. Antipathy. Whom <laughs> knew? Okay. <laughs> um, so LGBT people during that time, this is Wikipedia said a really sad thing. LGBT people would mostly either stay in the closet, yeah, move to England, yeah. Or commit suicide. Oh. The three options yeah, we've all, right. you know, face. <laughs> and you're like, I don't like England that much, but like this closet's really dirty and dark. I mean, I if know. Trump gets reelected, those are the three options, yeah, I that's think. That's true. <laughs> um, but uh, then they moved there. It's like the most notable thing is that they within one generation flipped their LGBT beliefs. So it turned into being very turned right over on their back, turned right over on the <laughs> other side of this is where I'd make a geography joke about what it looks like and how it flipped and maybe mention some C's in there. Cause I know what's where. Um, so just to assume that I did all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, does Ireland look like a, like a wedge? Looks like an Island. Well, yeah, but that's not a shape. It's kind of a blobby. You can't be shaped like an island. Mike, we figured out what I feel about you. You're kind of blobby. You're kind of blobby. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, in 1993. Here. What? This is a satellite Oh, that's not what I was thinking of at Ireland. all. Ireland. Yeah, no, that's not. But this part, n- north of there, that's North Ireland, which is part of the UK. Hmm. And is therefore Anglican. Mm. South of there is the country of Ireland, and hey. it's Catholic. And this is why Brexit's a big deal because there. Oh, those... like, when Brexit happens, this will be Europe. This will not be, and there ain't no border there. Yeah, and, yeah. but there needs to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And isn't it just? I watched something about this, and there's like just streets that just go across, like streets <laughs> do, and like they need every single street to maybe have like a customs or man. And I thought... Build the wall, Ireland. <laughs> Build the wall. <laughs> okay. Um, in 1993, homosexuality was decriminalized there. In 93? Yeah. Okay. Does that feel early or late to you? Early? Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in the US, it was Lawrence v. Texas, the, yeah. right? Which is, the, which is 2005. 2005. Yeah. <laughs> Something ridiculous like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and... Was it a court decision or was it like a, hey, we want to vote for this kind of a thing? Oh, this is the wrong one. I had the answer and I was really excited about it, for but for a different thing. Um, You know, this was just really just a decision everyone came together on and really just thought it was the right thing is Great. what I 
what I I bet believe. somebody somebody caught a leprechaun and that's what they wished for. <laughs> and then it just came true and a rainbow shined over everything. Um, I think it was, I don't know why I'm thinking I'm going to guess. I don't know. It was just a thing that happened. Um, and then in, this is the one I, if you're going to ask about this, I know um, the answer and it's really exciting. In May 2015, it's the first country in the world to legalize same-sex marriage by popular vote. So yeah. 2015, they had a popular vote that legalized same-sex marriage, which they, is really cool. It didn't have to be a court decision. It was a vote. You know what votes are. Um, which, once again, proves my theory. Potatoes are gay. <laughs> That's <laughs> what this episode is really about. <laughs> There's just, like, the open hole, which, like, gay people know. Like, that feeling from, yeah, blowing and holding mm-hmm. cum in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also a starch. <laughs> Both. Cum and potatoes. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm so healthy then. <laughs> um, also, fun note uh, that Wikipedia showed, uh, Panty Bliss is a famous Irish drag queen. Panty Bliss. Yep, Panty Bliss. Okay. I, like, I love that this is like an asterisk, asterisk in history of like Panty Bliss, <laughs> a <Yeah>. famous <laughs> Irish drag queen. Um, she pushed for that 2015 support of same-sex marriage. So sh- there's actually a documentary about her, The Queen of Ireland, Aww. which I think I love that title. But it's just really funny to me that, like, you know, history has all these yeah. weird shit that it's like, and Panty Bliss played a part here. <laughs> um, right up there with Winston Churchill and <laughs> Margaret Thatcher yep, and... and- Panty Bliss. Yeah, yep. One of the most... She, her face should be on a rock thing that we all look at um since kiss her blarney stone irish joke <laughs> um also what's another irish reference green things i don't know shamrock shakes yeah I, <laughs> aren't those at like one of the fast food places oh is that jack in the box mcdonald's i think oh, okay unrelated although i just had a thought of like shamrock shake weights <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. It's just like you can be Irish and look like vaguely you're jacking off of <laughs> sexual. <robot. laughs> uh since July 2015, transgender people in Ireland can self-declare their gender for updating passports, licenses, birth certificates, and getting married. Which being able to self-declare on all of your you know, important yeah. documents. That's that's awesome. Slash how it should be. Yeah. Or oh yeah, yeah. That's really awesome. Also, should be basic. You know, respect we have for people and whatever. Okay. April uh, twenty eighth. Next thing you know, though, dogs are gonna want to marry cats. Yep. People are gonna be identifying as cactuses and because <laughs> that's a normal thing that people would do. That is a thing people would do. I but... support goat pedophiles, Kyle. <laughs> I support ghost pedophiles. Ooh. You you know you have one thing I have the other yeah um, those those are the two possible things. What are we, okay April twenty eighteen there was a bill uh, that uh, their sex education was really religious no archaic <laughs> <laughs> um, but in uh, don't have sex don't masturbate you'll go blind and mm-hmm. don't have sex unless God's watching yes in which case. Open the blinds and let them come with you. <laughs> Spell come. Jesus creeper in the bushes. That's weird. Don't let Jesus watch you. 
there's a big overlap in the powers of God and Santa. <laughs> okay, but only one has reindeer. <gasps> the disciples. How many disciples? No, 13 and nine. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. But how many? But dis- the most famous reindeer of all was Rudolph. That's so true. So, right? so, That's so true. How, but there are 13 disciples, right? 12. 12. Apostles. Disciples. 12 apostles. 12 apostles. 12 possums. 12 possums of Jesus. The 12 possums of Jesus. <laughs> They're very scary and didn't speak much English. Um, in in <laughs> this sentence that I've been saying again and again and haven't. Okay. Uh, oh, so in April 2018, uh, they introduced a bill that updated sex, edu- sex education, and now it covers things like consent, con- mm. contraceptives, abortion, LGBT issues, and sexuality. How is this a progressive thing to happen? Let's talk about consent. Like, let's talk about you have to agree to your sex. And Wait, yeah, read that list again. Consent, the use of contraceptives, abortion, LGBT issues, and sexuality. These are some of the things that they will include or that they include in their sex education. All right, kids, if you get permission, use a condom. And if it fails, get an abortion. Yep. <laughs> One, two punch. And gay. Okay. Gay. Okay. That's, the, that's, <laughs> these are real. Now go to lunch. It's recess time. <laughs> that's your sex education. Um, in May, 2018, that was not that long ago. They banned conversion therapy. Good. So they fine people up to 10,000 euros and up to a year in prison if they are gay converting, gay conversionizing people. Um, Conversionating? They're, if they're conver- if they conversionize, conversionation. Okay. And Jesus, this is going to be horrible. Um, on June 19th, 2018, Tausich. <laughs> You're not helping. You T- don't know that. Tausich? Is that a word? Uh, Leo Varadkar. Mm-hmm. Varadkar. Okay. Do you know him? He's like the prime minister. I don't know the prime minister of Ireland. And did you know that... Ta- Maybe I should know that before tomorrow. Well, that's why what I was... Get, what if I get asked at customs? <laughs> uh, he's a gay. Yeah! So you'll just fit I'm right gonna in. I'm going to blow the prime minister. <laughs> Is he still, though? Or at least... Okay, so when he uh, was elected, he was the first prime minister of Ireland to be gay mm-hmm. and only the fourth ruler of a country leader of a country to be openly gay. Yeah. And apparently they call them Tao Siege. That's the name. That's another way to say prime minister. You're looking this up because you're very skeptical at the things that I'm saying. I mean, okay. Like, Irish or Gaelic words are pretty much impossible to say. And like when I looked up the pronunciation, when you look at it with a text, it's like, oh, here's the pronunciation. Blah, 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 blah. Like it didn't, I had to like go to YouTube and, and then I wrote the pronunciation at a different point than I, it was like at a later part and not at the part. So I just, everything's not great. Leo Varadkar. Leo Varadkar. Uh, my very limited linguistic history i did take a class in college 25 years ago or whatever <laughs> would suggest that that is said tisach great tisach or tishach tishach but there's so many more letters in i think it. that curly ellie ellie thing i'm looking at the pronunciation guide the ipa oh. spelling of Ooh. it 
and that's T. I think that's a sh. That's definitely an uh, and that's a ch at the end. So it, I think it's Tisha. Yeah, Tisha. Let us know, Irish. I Irish don't know limbs. why. <laughs> Irishites. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even attempting any of these things, and it's going to keep going. Okay. Tisha. Leo. Jesus. Leo. His name is just Leo. Um, Leo's kind of cute. I know. He's really cute. Oh, wait. I forget what. Come words here, Tisha. Let me. Let me shuck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, he came out before he was uh, prime minister. They elected him anyway. And they elected him anyway. So he came out in 2015 during that same-sex marriage referendum that we all know Panty Bliss played such an mm-hmm. important role mm-hmm. in. Um, so he came out then and then, yeah, still was elected in 2017 as prime minister, which I think that's especially cool because that shouldn't matter. But the fact that he was out and then got elected means that no one could blame it for like him just sneaking through and then like getting elected and then being like, boo, I'm gay. You know, he, it's everyone knows. (laughs) Boo. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to come out of the closet. Yeah. On Halloween. You might terrify some people actually. Mom, I have something I want to say to you. Boo. Boo. (laughs) Gay. (laughs) Gay. I'm gay. Um, Okay, so then in, this is what I said before, but is not part of that thing before. He was elected in 2017. In uh, June 2018, Mm -hmm. this dude, Leo, Mm -hmm. who you're going to blow, issued a public apology to members of the LGBT community for the suffering and discrimination they faced from the Irish state prior to the decriminalization that happened in 1993. Oh, okay. What? I don't know. Like... Couldn't the last guy have apologized? Like it has to be. It, <laughs> it has to be the gay it one. It had to be the gay one that apologized. <laughs> On like, behalf of the country of Ireland, I apologize to me for <laughs> for, for, for the long history of shittiness. I yeah, that's true. I mean, but actually, it doesn't matter because just because he's gay should not change the weight and authority of the words that he used. That's true. Even if it's about a topic that he's. Involved. He's, he's still the t-shirt <laughs> he's still the tiaoshi um do you know there's more names coming up <laughs> and it gets worse okay great so if you are a person that is part of a country where you have crazy names don't listen because <laughs> you might be you might be part of this um okay so i said that leo fourth in the world yeah um do you know what the other three are um let's see i think the prime minister of like denmark was gay i you're i to me i think you're in the right ballpark okay i don't know the netherlands maybe um so i mean there's no way angela merkel doesn't know what pussy tastes like (laughs) (laughs) look at that haircut do you cat or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or both. She has she has the pussy same pussy. <laughs> she has the same haircut as um Don Geis's daughter in Thirty oh, Rock. Oh <laughs> yeah, she kind of looks similar too. <laughs> Great, good. Um, I could see her signing her name with a sticker. Exactly. Well. Exactly. Okay, so first one was Iceland, mm. and the person elected was Johanna. There's lots of accents going either way and Icelandic is nuts. Yeah. 
Yeah. It is nuts. And, and I'm not even going to. Um, the next one was Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Um, they have good muscles there. Me too. That's not, not that kind of muscles. Me too. Two S's, not a SC. Me too. You're great. <laughs> Hashtag me too. My muscles. Open okay. That, open that clam. <laughs> Angela Merkel. Mm-hmm. You know how to. <laughs> um, it's Angela. What did I say? Angela? Mm-hmm. I stand by it. <laughs> Don't try to tell me what your name is. That's rude. Um, Belgium, it was Elio de Rupo. And then uh, the third one, Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Who is important enough to be on this list? Because it's true. Uh, Xavier Battelle, who I would like to personally thank for having a name I can read. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so fourth one. Has there the, since been a fifth? Or there's, we're still at four. Oh my God! Trump gets impeached, and then Mike Pence becomes president, and then he comes out of the closet finally. Oh no wonder he hates gay people so much. No wonder he was so apologetic to Adam Rippon. Yeah, he's like, "How will I ever get inside your bustier?" Yeah, yeah. How will I ever have your figure skating legs snap my neck? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I stopped. I only needed learned the information I wanted to tell you, not more. Yeah. No, I get it. I don't do extra bonus points. <laughs> Um, I barely do the regular points. I get it. What I want to talk to you about is at least one scholar, his name is Brian Lacey, presents evidence that St. Patrick was gay. (gasps) Yeah. Based on what? Yeah. First of all, the the study of saints is hagiography. Obviously. Which I think is hilarious. Hagiography. Hagiography. We're learning so many words today, Mike. Yeah, for sure. I'll remember all of them. So uh, this is from his book, Terrible Queer Creatures, which is his book on Irish gay history. (laughs) Quote, St. Patrick himself may have had a relationship tinged with homoeroticism. Mm. To Rechen? To Rechen? A late 7th century cleric who wrote about St. Patrick tells the story of a man Patrick visited and converted to Christianity who had a son to whom Patrick took a strong liking. That's all dangerous. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, Tyrekin wrote that he gave him the name Benignus because he took Patrick's feet between his hands and would not sleep with his father and mother but wept unless he would be allowed to sleep with Patrick. So that's St. Patrick. I'm not liking... Patrick baptized the boy and made him his close, lifelong companion, so much so that Benignus succeeded Patrick as Bishop of Armagh. So they were like lifelong friends, and he tootledged him and diddled him <laughs> and doodled and doodled. He became the bishop after he was the bishop. I don't know that I like that he wouldn't sleep uh, lest it was with St. Patrick. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So. This is a rather tenuous basis for a claim that Patrick was gay, St. Patrick was gay, but there is more from his mm-hmm. youth. He was originally brought to Ireland as a Roman slave, and they were freely used for sexual purposes. So I guess banging dudes, getting raped by dudes somehow qualifies him as gay. I don't know. Anyway, later he escaped, but returned to undertake the evangelizing of Ireland that he's famed for. Uh, to pay his way back, there is a claim that he worked as a prostitute. Hmm. Uh, um, this is still short of really hard evidence, but hagiography is not history (laughs) um the most famous popular belief about saint patrick that he chased the snakes out of ireland is bullshit um but that doesn't deter people from repeating it why would he chase away phallic shaped creatures you know if he's gay he wants wriggly snakes shaped things all around him um 
for too long, Christianity has badly been abused, has been badly abused as a weapon against sexual minorities. But there are undoubtedly a large number of people in church history that in today's terminology would be considered queer, but who nevertheless achieved high office in the church as bishops, abbesses, and popes, or honored as Christian saints and martyrs. I'm getting an abbesses removed later. Yeah, good. There are bishops who wrote frankly erotic poetry and love letters addressed to each other, bishops who secured appointments to vacant sees for their boyfriends, and popes who slept with men or commissioned homoerotic paintings from the great Renaissance artists. There are even the forerunners of our modern trans men, biological females who lived as males in men-only monasteries. Secular historians have gone a long way in uncovering our hidden history. Doing the same for our place in church history can make a small contribution to countering religious bullying. Just consider... The next time you hear offensive remarks from a homophobic Irish neighbor or colleague, just point out to him, St. Patty was queer. <laughs> you might get beat up for that. I think you might, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, none of that is really just like, I'm sold on it, but I want to believe it. Yeah, well, it's like a, also a, like a Alexander the Great and Hephaestion, right? Like they were super buddies, they conquered the world together they both married women and had children but like they were fucking <laughs> and when Hephaestion died Alexander the Great like slept like wouldn't leave his tent for a week and wouldn't eat and then like built a massive temple to him like it, they're, they're more than just friends <laughs> and so it, like it's problematic to look back in history and and retroactively assign modern labels of sexuality to their behavior and it's also fun fun and and so let's do it let's do it yeah um saint patrick was gay yeah okay or at least a problem a pet arrest gay ish gay ish yeah that's our show now do you want to take a break yeah let's take a break let's take a break break for some lucky charms break nope this is the part where mike and kyle take are we back we're back <laughs> we're back <laughs> are you worried that we're back or are you do you not necessarily think we should be back? i am high on marshmallows yes now. yum we learned a lot of things we i didn't care to know um so join our patreon <laughs> if you want to know that stuff um which marshmallow makes you fly kyle uh, see yeah that one that one that i'm not gonna tell you <laughs> Um, we're going to do our gayest and straightest. We are going to do our gayest and straightest, but first our website is gayishpodcast.com. Yeah. We are on so much social media at gayishpodcast or slash gayishpodcast, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and Twitter and Twitter <laughs> and YouTube. And we have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. Our hotline, you can leave us voicemails or send us text messages, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. So gayest and straightest. Well, first, um, oh. next week is going to be Mom's episode for Mom's birthday. And then we're going to take a week off because I'm in Ireland and that's very stressful. Yeah. And uh, we've only, I think this would be the second time we've taken a week off in two almost two in years almost two years one so we get one pass a year yeah <laughs> we're using ours now i think we're using 2018's pass oh. now no 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 when we turn two then we get a whole new one 
So we're just using year twos. Okay. We're, we're on the same page in terms of the, like, if we need another one in April, yeah. that's okay. The other thing we could do is just whatever we want. That's but, true. <laughs> fucking deal with it, people. Deal with it. Who knows when we'll release an episode? <laughs> <laughs> because I am going to a work thing, I will not be at the tasting room on March the 27th. Rather, that's been pushed mm. back a week, so I will be playing piano at the tasting room for Pop-Up Piano Bar on Wednesday, April the 3rd, the first Wednesday of April, and then again the last Wednesday of April, uh, April 24th. So if you're into sing-alongs and wine which who isn't who isn't come on down um awesome maybe i will i will do my gas on straightest sure i turned into wilbur um gosh uh okay my gayest thing yeah is the emoticons i use when i'm texting i think when you're gay again like you get more liberties to like i have like i do the like the little devil with the ears and the angel thing and the winky face like i think all those are like using those extensively yeah those feel pretty gay yeah 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 at work we have like a instant messenger thing that we like talk to each other Mm -hmm. and people often use the shrug emoji I always use the one that's a girl. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, just a little rule breaker. Yeah. Just changing the norms. Yep. Um, the straightest thing about me is I think getting boxed wine is like a straight thing. Because, which I generally get boxed wine. Yeah. Because there's more. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when you're gay, you're supposed to be like classy and fancy and want things. And then and like a box wine is the opposite of that. Cause it's like, yeah. this is a utilitarian purchase yeah. because I just want bunches of wine. But sheer quantity of alcohol is very, very gay. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think you, you're, you're supposed to get it when you're gay in fancy bottles and just drink all of your bottles instead of one box. It's stupid, but I, yeah. Stay away from the box, kids. Yeah, it, no good comes of it. <laughs> what about you? Oh, um, so the straightest thing about me this week, I am on vacation, so I'm not doing keto. Mm-hmm. So I went off the diet yesterday. As soon as I could have carbs, I drank a half wreck of Peps Blue Ribbon in one <laughs> sitting. <laughs> all the beer in my that's face. That's what you, okay, that's what you missed? <laughs> yeah, yep, but just like my insatiable thirst for beer. <laughs> It, it, it became much more apparent to me than usual yeah. just because I can yeah. now yeah. for a limited time. I bet that felt real great. I didn't this morning. No. <laughs> but That doesn't surprise me. Uh, and then the gayest thing about me this week, I think... Um, you're sa- The way you're saying this makes me think you didn't plan it out in I, advance. Well, so I did, but it's not that good. <laughs> um. I had another idea while we were talking, and then I didn't write it down. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to do two of them. That's weird. Hmm. Um, okay, so when mom was in town, mm-hmm. uh, uh, next week's episode is going to be her birthday episode that we recorded mm-hmm. uh, already. Um, we went to this bar, and this boy that I banged uh, like two summers ago was one of the bartenders there. Ooh. And uh, I I pointed him out to her. And Uh-oh. I should not have done I that. I was going to say, I can already imagine <laughs> the loud reaction that that might get. But this boy uh, has been known uh, to go home with boys or girls from the bar. Oh, and I know who you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so mom asked our bartender, because we were seated in a different section, so we couldn't 
we didn't have to see this person but we had our bartender who was cute as hell Mm. um so they were both cute as hell anyway my mom asks bartender number two so hey um bartender bartender number one what team is he playing for tonight (laughs) (laughs) what which of us would he rather take home is she meant her or me (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. You and your mom being in competition for boys. Yep. Yep. What yep. was the answer of that poor bartender number two? No, he he actually really enjoyed it. I think he didn't charge me for one of the bottles of wine we drank because he was so entertained. <laughs> I mean, the bottle of wine helps. So yeah. It's like entertainment juice. But... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh. Uh, no, he said he said something like, um, "On any given night, it's impossible to know." Mm. I think is what he said. Oh, that's a great answer. Yeah, I like that. Man, I wish I was less scrutable. Yeah. I'm going to like leave some intrigue. At this point, like I've said so much stuff, I'm pretty much, you know, like. If someone wants to scrute you. Yes. They... Yes. I'm very scrutable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it. A special thank you, as always, to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And thank you to the Irish for just being yourselves and beautiful and happy and great. Thank you to hot gay T-shirt Leo something something. Leo. Yeah, just Leo. I hope to bang you. Yes. Mike will be- While I am in Ireland. In Ireland, and he will be on a search, on a quest for Leo. And thank you to Tyler Posey for being naked and gay. hot and kissing boys. Yeah. Thanks. So that's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, we both should be fabulous. Be you. See you next week. See you next week. And I advise back it up and hear me as I will sing. Hey, and by the way, do you hear what your words bring? Oh.